The Capitals shock the Bolts and make it three in a row. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and a welcome into this edition of Locked on Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked on Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked on Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. So in this edition of Locked on Capitals, we talk about how the Capitals make it three in a row by taking down the Bolts by a score of 5-3. to three. How are they getting that done? We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about the bad news in the game as TJ Oshie left the game and did not return. Then after that, we will talk about how Spencer Carberry is not afraid of mixing things up on the fly. But just to get it going here... What a big win. Can you Capitals fans believe that I'm talking about them winning three in a row? And they are five points out of a playoff spot. It is not all doom and gloom. There is a real possibility that they could do it. Could they go all the way? Let's not get ahead of myself. But there is the possibility, I think now, that they could make it to the playoffs. And it seems like such an outsider thing to say. Because if you take a look at how they started the season, it did not seem like that was going to be possible at all, that the Capitals uh, would find a way to make it into the playoffs. But again, I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm just saying that if they can continue on this current trajectory, anything is possible. The Capitals continue to keep rolling as they down the Lightning by a score of 5-3. to three. It was a back. It was a fourth game. This was not an easy victory for the Capitals. And let me tell you, I would not have it any other way. It was a dogfight in Tampa, and the Capitals were victorious. And I got to say, I don't feel too bad for the Lightning at all, as they have won Stanley Cups multiple times. It felt really great for the Capitals to go into their barn and just take care of business, considering the firepower that they have in Tampa. Now, I understand it's not the same Tampa team as years ago, but it's still, they have a lot of the key pieces that have a lot of firepower. So for the Capitals to go in there and have a big win, that was a good thing. The Capitals are now five points out of a playoff spot. So they are still not in it, but they are definitely, definitely not out of it. And they can stand to make up even more points. They got two points tonight. They could, you know, make get two more points against the Panthers. And this thing could start to snowball. And that was one of the things that I spoke about in yesterday's podcast is I think the Capitals posture at the trade deadline could change if they pick up a big win against the Lightning. Check. And if they pick up a big win against the Panthers, question mark. We'll have to see. Um, but, you know, this is the time that the Capitals need to make hay 
And they are doing it, and it's been a great thing to witness. Because as someone that does a podcast on this team, to have to talk to you all about the highs and lows, it's it's a good feeling that there are some highs to talk about as this Capitals team continues to keep humming along. So what was the secret sauce for the Capitals out there, and as of late, crashing the net and pelting the net with shots from close range? And you saw that evident right to start off the game where Alex Ovechkin was on a semi-breakaway and he got sandwiched and was eliminated. But then TJ Oshie had a breakaway and darn near scored the first goal of the game. And that's that's what you're seeing evident out there is just applying heavy pressure and just taking it right to the bank, you know, and that's where they have had their success. Not trying to look for the best shot or the fanciest play, just pelt the net with as many shots as possible, and good things will happen. And that is paying dividends for the Capitals right now. Nicholas Abe-Cubel made the most of his opportunity in the game tonight by getting the caps on the board first. And he's the kind of guy where, like, you're going to bench me? I'm going to prove you, uh, prove to everyone, Spencer Carberry and the fans, that I deserve to be in this game. And I'm going to show you why and how did he do it by scoring a goal, a really great goal to start the game. And, you know, sometimes he is, you know, a bit of a liability because sometimes he's not fully engaged and he'll, you know, cough up the puck. But when he's dialed in, Nicholas Abe-Cubel is quite a dynamic player. And uh, Connor McMichael continues to knock it out of the park. Can you believe that I'm talking about how great of a job Connor McMichael is doing. If you are an everyday or the show you know I spoke about last summer, that this needs to be the year for Connor McMichael. And how has that paid off for the Capitals? Very, very well as he continues to dominate and make the most of his opportunities with uh, Kuznetsov out of the lineup and now Nick Dowd out. Uh, they need to see a whole lot more from Connor McMichael as he's kind of slowly rising up through the ranks of being, you know, either the number one or number two center on the team. I guess you could say that Strom is in that mix as well, but just a really great position for the Capitals to be in, not to mention Protus. And I'll talk about him later in the show as well. Quite an about face, though, for Connor McMichael, who had gone 15 games without a goal. And you got to think to a certain extent that maybe Spencer Carberry and some of the other coaches and, you know, Brian McClellan had a conversation about, hey, what are we doing with this Connor McMichael guy? Is he working out? Do we need to send him back to Hershey? What's the case? But he is just a guy that has lit up here as of late. And I think it's that confidence. And I just don't think that it's, you know, I don't think it's Connor McMichael behind his own success. I think that this is a team playing really well around him. And I'm not here to diminish what Connor McMichael has done. It's just that I think that, you know, the passes are more uh, tape to tape and, and the plays are more in sync than they were earlier in the year. To start the season, it was a disjointed mess and it never seems like they caught any traction. It seems like the Caps finally have figured it out. We're past the halfway point of the season. We're almost at the three-quarter point of the season, and it seems like for the first time here as of late, they figured it out. Guess what? Don't care about it. They're doing it. They're getting it done. Can't live in the past. Live in the now. In the now, the Capitals are killing it. Capitals fans, let's pump our fists because that's what I was doing all night at home, on TV, with the cat and the dog and the wife. I don't care. I'm pumping my fist every time. It's like, yes, every time they score a goal because that's how excited I am. Uh, because, you know, you take a look at the beginning of the season again. It was very slow. And this Capitals team right now is an exciting team to watch. And if you're not drinking the Capitals Kool-Aid now, I don't know 
when you will be. But a great evening, all things considered. And Anthony Mantha continues to knock it out of the park. Anthony Mantha. Yes, that Anthony Mantha. The guy last season. Everyone, get him out of here. I don't care if we get anything in return. Just get him out of here. Continues to be one of the biggest contributors offensively on the team. Can you believe it? And it's all just positivity and him projecting success from the inside and it's playing out on the ice. And guess what? It's not just one player projecting success. It's the entire team. They're seeing positivity. I think to start the season, they're like, well, we're going to lose this one. We're going to lose that one. And guess what? They lost the game. Now they believe they can do it. There's some pushback from this team that even if the game gets tied, even if they lose the lead, they can claw their way back into the game. And that was evident tonight as well. Mantha continues to, continues to impress with his 18th goal of the season and has five points in his last three games. Wow, just, again, it just defies logic. And, you know, if I had thought, if I had told anyone to start the season that Anthony Mantha is going to go on a tear this season, everyone would have laughed and said, are you crazy? But who's crazy now as Anthony Mantha continues to just knock it out of the park? For me, super happy for the guy. The feel-good story of the year. And I couldn't be any happier for him. What is the long-term plans for Anthony Mantha? Does he have a future in D.C.? I guess we'll have to see at the trade deadline or in the offseason. But um, as of right now, living in the now, let's live in the now. He is knocking it out of the park. Again, so just some key contributions all around the team. And also Rasmus Sandin uh, was big in the game, scored the big win, and got the Capitals the GWG. Uh, so just a really great uh, game for Rasmus Sandin as well, a blue liner getting involved in the scoring. And then, of course, Connor McMichael gets the empty netter. I don't care how he's getting them. It's two goals. It's an empty netter. Guess what? I don't care. It's another goal. And I assure you that Connor McMichael probably doesn't care either. The Capitals played a dominant two periods. And then the wheel started to wobble in the third. And I'm like, here, here we go. What do I always talk about on the show? You got to play a complete 60-minute game. And in this game, it seemed like they had played a complete 40-minute game, and then the wheel started to, to wobble a little bit, and I got a bit concerned. Uh, but they found a way to batten down the hatches and get it done. Rasmus Sandin being clutch, and just to kind of widen the lens on how things got done here, was T or excuse me Tom Wilson making that big hit behind the play that led to a, a goal as well uh that uh, it's just it's the little things that become the big things that he eliminated the player in the corner and that is how the Capitals scored a goal Tom Wilson huge bull in the china shop physical game that is what we love from Tom Wilson I think that we need to see more of that uh because for the longest time the Capitals had a reputation for being a physical team you take a look at years ago with Erskine on the team and you take a look at Hathaway and, and the different big guys that have been on this team that that's always kind of been the brand of hockey that the Capitals have uh, have been. So I would like to see a bit more return uh, to that. They do have the players in-house. I know that Beck Malenstein uh, can play a big game as well. And the, just the guys that have the physical capability of playing a bigger game to just finish guys in the corner uh, that will you know eliminate one guy that will lead to a goal. The, that's what we need to see a whole lot more of as that was evident out on the ice tonight. One thing was made very apparent to me as well is I talk quite a bit about Ethan Bear. Why, what, what's the deal with Ethan Bear? Why, why does he get scratched? 
Well, that became a little bit more obvious tonight as he got outworked, at least in a few different uh, situations that I can think of. Ethan Bear, like I said, I've spoke about, you know, and I always questioned about why he was sc uh, scratched. It was apparent tonight as Bear got outworked on a few occasions tonight. One in particular was when Nick Paul worked around Bear to score to make it a 3-2 to two game. And he got outworked, and he tried to stop Paul, but it was no use. Uh, Paul was that much bigger, and Bear just was not up to the task at hand, and he got exposed. But there were also other opportunities uh, where I thought that he was uh, not in the right spot, and, you know, it led to the, the puck getting coughed up. It just sometimes seems like he's not fully in sync with what is going on out on the ice. And I know that he hasn't been on the team for that long, but he is not a rookie to the NHL or hockey. It just seems like at points in the game, he was a couple steps behind. Also, there was some liability out there as well as Patch Reddy had the puck strip that led to the Bolts tying it at three. Ugh, that was a tough moment there. And then as we take a look at Dylan Strom scored, Dylan Strom scored a goal, pumping fist, not so fast. It was a pretty sweet deflection goal if Mantha hadn't been off sides. Uh, so just a rough moment out there for the Capitals. But again, Sandine was huge as he scored the GWG and gave the Capitals their third win in a row. So to put a bow on this segment here, a great, a great game for the Capitals. Little to be disappointed about. I mean, there are some players out of position, but all things considered, a really great team win. I think that this team is firing on all cylinders. And I think that, you know, I don't want to write them out. I hate to get ahead of myself and say that they can make it to the playoffs because a lot of the other teams in the Metro are getting better as well. But I'm not going to count them out. They are playing very well as they've won three games in a row, only five points out of a playoff spot. It is possible if if they can, can if they can just keep consistently winning. And uh, let's see what uh, the game against the Panthers holds. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about how Spencer Carberry is not afraid of mixing it up on the fly, and it led to some great production from the Capitals. I'll discuss coming up. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared Compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. So, if you are in the business of HR, quit you know going through paper applications. What year is it anyway? It is 2024. Get with the times and get with Indeed. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed. Dot com slash locked on. Just go to indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about it on the Locked On Capitals podcast. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. 
Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV and the free TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today, now available on the free Fire TV channels app. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Spencer Carberry is a guy that is not afraid of mixing things up. There were some instances out there where they were just not getting the production. And there are some coaches out there, they're, they're like, these are the lines and we're sticking to them. That's the way I sketched them out before the game and that's the way it's going to go. Well, that is not the case for Spencer Carberry, as he is good at making changes on the fly, and those changes paid off for the Capitals. Carberry adjusting on the fly with changes at mid-game, Ovechkin with Connor McMichael and Tom Wilson, and then the switch to Mantha and Strom and Oshie. And guess what? It worked. Mantha and Strom flexed, flexed some skill by scoring, and Ovi to McMichael on the empty netter. So it worked, just, you know, tweaking this guy with that person, and all of a sudden you can kind of adjust the pH, the chemistry of the team a little bit, and sometimes it pays off in spades, as was evident tonight. Now, sometimes coaches do that because they're flailing and they're trying to get, you know, some kind of production going. The Capitals were scoring goals. It's just that I think that he wanted to fine-tune the game a little bit more with Nick Dowd out of the game, and then he also had to make changes after Oshie left the game. That all things considered, I like how Spencer Carberry handles a game. And I think that the decisions he makes when he jumbles the lines up, if it's not working through the game, it pays off well. And all things considered, I like Ovi McMichael and Tom Wilson together. And also Mantha with Stroman Oshie, it seemed like a good match. Now, I don't think that they need to stick to that. But what I'm saying is that it worked out and it paid off for the Capitals as they pick up Another big win. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, also, Ovi extends his point streak to 10 games. So despite the slow start for Ovi, despite the slow start for the Capitals, it seems like after the halfway point, darn near the three-quarter point of the season, the Capitals have found their stride. And I don't want to be woulda, shoulda, coulda, live my life in the rearview mirror. I want to look forward and just briefly say, Wow, what a ride it's been this season. What a ride. And, you know, sometimes when you write things up, you know, if you would have asked me to script out the rest of the season at the All-Star break, I would have said that they would continue to lose games. Ovechkin would continue to do poorly. They'd be sellers at the deadline, and they would be playing golf right after the regular season concluded. But then all of a sudden, someone took that script and threw it in the garbage, and they're like, give me a pen, give me a paper, I'm going to write out a different narrative. And it was exemplified out on the ice tonight. And, you know, really after the All-Star break, take a look at Ovechkin. Amazing. Just absolutely amazing how he's played. The Capitals, all things considered, a little bumpy, but pretty darn amazing. Um, and especially if you take a look at the schedule ahead, this could really turn the fortunes of the team. Take a look at it. They play the Panthers on Saturday, Monday, the Senators, who are deplorable. And then on Tuesday, the 27th, they play the Red Wings, who they're kind of dogfighting it out for a wild card spot. March 1st against the Flyers and March 3rd against the Coyotes. 
Uh, so they could definitely pick up some more points. I do think the Capitals could take down the Panthers. They're a good team. Make no mistake about it. Tons of firepower. Not here to discredit them, but they could really start to pick up traction here. And what a statement win, somewhat similar to the game that they took down the Bruins, that all of a sudden everyone's drinking the Kool-Aid on the Capitals. And it's funny, like people turned on this team on a dime. You hear, listen to all the NHL guys on, on NHL TV and on NHL Network Radio and TSN and all the different outlets. And they panned the Capitals as like, oh, the Capitals. I mean, they're, they're done. I mean, they're done. And all of a sudden everyone's like, wow, the Capitals. Those same people are singing the Capitals praises. So don't count them out. I think that a lot of people are catching on that the Capitals are in a good position. And I think the sky is the limit for the team. Big points. Let's pick them up. I think they could pick up points over the Panthers. It'll be a tough one. But I think they could also pick up points over the Senators and the Red Wings if they play a sound game similar to what they've been playing. Uh, but also, taking a look at the game again tonight, Protus, we know that he was put at the center position with Nick Dowd out. Um, and how did he do? I thought that Alexei Protus played very well at center. He gets an assignment and he says, I accept my assignment and I will impress my boss, Spencer Carberry, the head coach of the team. And he did that. Protus made the most of his opportunity at center by showing off his wheels and slick skating and was also clutch defensively. Protus point streak is now at three games. So this team collectively humming along, playing some really great hockey. It took this long, but we're here and there is a lot to be happy about. Capitals fans, you should be happy. Also, the outlaw, Chucky Sideburns, Charlie Lindgren played another great game, 29 of 32. Keep riding that hot hand. I expect to see Lindgren between the pipes Saturday evening against the Panthers. Get up, get loud. This Capitals team is rolling. Let's go. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about the bad news in the game. TJ Oshie left the game, which to me, as someone watched the game, appears to be a lower body injury. What is the news on Oshie and what can we expect going forward? I'll discuss coming up. Grocery bills are so expensive these days, but now they don't have to be. Start getting cash back on the grocery shopping with free Ibotta app and get cash back every time you shop. Do you love making money but also love spending money? Don't we all? Now you can make money while you spend it every time you shop with Ibotta. Spring break is right around the corner, which means you're going shopping. But don't you shop for big trip and get nothing in return. Make sure you're getting cash back every time you shop with Ibotta. Listen, it's expensive out there. Save some money and do it with Ibotta. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys so you can make the most and do the best with beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKEDONNHL when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use the code LOCKEDONNHL. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code LOCKEDONNHL. 
All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So there is a lot of happiness, a lot to be excited about, but there was some bad news in the game. And the bad news was pretty bad, I gotta say, is that TJ Oshie left the game. Uh, it wasn't from anything that the Lightning did. He was kind of skating and twisted, and it looks like it was his knee. That is my my assessment, and I guess we will find out tomorrow what the status of it is. But it did appear to be a knee injury as he had to crawl off the ice. He made it to the bench and then made his way down the tunnel, and it does not look good. And Spencer Codberry said as much, so not good for TJ Oshie. Uh, he crawled off the ice in apparent pain. The concern for Oshie is significant. He will be reevaluated on Friday, said Spencer Carberry. But he took to social media and said, I'll be back. Thanks for the love, Caps fans. Hashtag no bad days, Oshie wrote on X. And it's a sad thing for Oshie as he was only four games away from his 1,000th game. So all things considered, uh, he was had, had a pretty good stretch here. I know that he is prone to being a bit by the injury bug, but he brings a lot to this team. And now that he's getting closer and closer to his 1,000th game, you kind of you can take that into perspective of a career of a great hockey player and that we want TJ Oshie hopefully back in the lineup sooner than later. But what appears to me is that if it is in fact a knee injury, that will be it for TJ Oshie for the season. Now, I am not a doctor, nor do I play one on TV. I am just kind of calling it as I see it. And it does did appear to me that he kind of spinned and fell, and it looked to me to be a knee injury, something in the lower body. I suppose it could be ankle or hip, but to me it looked like a knee. And what do you know about knee injuries is they take quite a bit of time to heal, depending on the nature of the injury. Uh, so what does this mean? I think that it means that it could be an excellent opportunity to see what Pierre Dubé has in the tank. I thought he would be able to be in the game tonight. As it turns out, Spencer Carberry decided to go with Nicholas Abe-Cubel, but now seems to be the tailor-made opportunity to see what Pierre Dubé has in the tank. Obviously, not an optimal situation. I like the Capitals better with TJ Oshie in the lineup, but we have to make the best of a bad opportunity. So let's hope that Pierre Dubé can get back, or excuse me, TJ Oshie, it's not as bad as I think it is. Again, I'm not a doctor. It just looked, just given the fact that he had to crawl off the ice and, you know, kind of how he spun, I kind of saw his knee turn like that. It didn't look good. And Spencer Carberry saying that it didn't look good hit the equals button on the calculator. It says it's not good. So that is not a good situation. Hopefully when he's reevaluated tomorrow, it's that it's not as bad. But if it is, as I always talk about on this show, it's about making the most of your opportunities. Pierre Dubé or whoever that might be, um, make the most of it. As you've seen how well Mike Scarbosa has done at making the most of his opportunity. And you've seen a lot, you know, as Connor McMichael with an increased responsibility, Alexei Protus with an increased responsibility to kill it and make the most of it. Uh, listen, Pierre Dubé, this is your time to shine, especially if TJ Oshie is going to be out for any substantial time 
Let's hope that's not the case. Let's hope that it's something small so this Capitals engine can keep running and keep churning and, and, and just keep climbing that ladder that seemed insurmountable just a few weeks ago. They're getting it done. And how are they doing it? By concentrating at the task at hand. At, at hand. This game and then the next game and just keep it that way. Don't concentrate and don't look at the big picture at this moment. Just stick your head down and keep marching forward. And I think, I think this Capitals team could make it to the playoffs. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only daily year-round podcast covering the Washington Capitals. And I want to thank you that listen on the audio side and watch this on YouTube. You are ultimately what makes this show successful. When you're done here, head on over to Locked On's 24-7 streaming channel. Find Locked On Sports today, now available on the free Fire TV channels app. Check it out. I think you will love it. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.